This podcast is brought to you by Michael and Derek. We talk about stuff. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook at What's Up Nerds. We have like 300 followers and our goal is to get to 500. I'm not really sure why the goal is 500, but that's what we just decided right now as I'm recording this right now. Now on to the show. So, you know, Derek, some people call uh, the Thor trilogy the best trilogy in Star Wars. Yeah. And that to them, I say, you're a foolish fool. Mm-hmm. But that is not Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. That's why I <laughs> exist on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what's up, nerds, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Lab Podcast, where we talk movies and Star Wars and Marvel and DC. And I almost messed up the intro again, but I saved it kind of. But I am hey. leaving this part in again. My name is Ooh. Michael, and I'm Derek. And this time we're finally going to talk about the uh, Star Wars original trilogy. It's been a couple weeks since we talked about the prequels, and now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the original quills. Original quills, I like it. Yeah, I. Uh... Better than the newer quills. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about those. Like that, just that hurts my feelings. <laughs> anyway, so guys, we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're just going to kind of have a conversation, just really about. Star Wars in general, but uh, mainly the originals to begin with, just because like this started it all, and this is how most conversations go about Star Wars. They're just conversations. We're not listing the good, we're not listing the bad, we're just Star Warsing. Yeah, talking about Star Wars. Yeah, man. But uh, before we get into all that, let me uh, just cover some 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 admin notes, I guess. Um, so. Like always, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always contact us at on the electronic mail at mostokschannel at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OKSYT. And you can like our Facebook page called What's Up Nerds. We are mm-hmm. almost to our uh, number that we said we were at, <laughs> which is 300. So yeah, if we could just get a few more likes on that, that'd be cool. Follow us on Twitter, and uh, we got some cool collabs coming up. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. What about you? Yeah, yeah, super excited. Yeah, man, we gotta, we're gonna expand our our podcasting horizons. It's gonna be really, really exciting. Neat. I don't really want to talk about the uh, the one that I did the other week because um, real G's move in silence like lasagna, and I don't even know if she's gonna move my if she's gonna use my episode or not. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. But anyway, so Star Wars, A New Hope. We're still going to rate it. Uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, or as it was called when it originally released, just Star Wars. Right? A New Hope, wasn't it? Or no, it was just it was just Star Wars. And the second oh, one was just huge. called, yeah, the second one was just called uh, Empire Strikes Back. And then it was uh, like 1981, it became Star Wars Episode like they retroactively made it Star Wars episode 4 and 5 and then named episode 6 and everyone got very confused I'm sure like dude how did we miss four Star Wars movies in, in yeah. between that one we watched 3 years ago Yeah All right Um So yeah Star Wars episode 4 A New Hope this is my uh personal favorite it's uh, I would say it's probably in like top 3 of most everyone else's honestly Yeah yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I say, yeah. I think I like it the most just because it's it's like a complete story. 
It's just like what I explained during our Pirates of the Caribbean um, episode is that we, you know, like it's a complete story. They weren't really mm -hmm. planning on sequels. They wanted to, but they didn't know if they would get the funding or if this would even take off. So yeah. they just made this I mean, a complete story start to finish. I mean, really, Star Wars, or, well, Pirates followed Star Wars's uh, model, really. A little bit, yeah. The first one's a complete story, and then the second one leads directly into the third one. Yep, absolutely. I would say so. Like, the bad guy gets defeated at the end. Um, so, yeah, I... This one, so, we get introduced to... I wouldn't even say arguably. I would just say he is the most iconic movie villain ever. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Like, everyone knows his breathing, and when you get introduced to him, he's walking in, and you're just like, why is he breathing like that? I, I hope he's okay. Hope he didn't have a tragic <laughs> volcano accident. Um, <laughs> I got a surprise for you. <laughs> You gotta wait about 30 years. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, man, I... Darth Vader's just really cool, and it's like, it's the basic hero's journey. Yeah, um, you see the villain before you even see the hero. Pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, which is why one can argue that C-3PO and R2-D2 are actually the main characters of the original trilogy. You can argue yeah. that. And then they, they did get show up first. Shit on later in the series, but that's beside the point. Yeah, they do. They were just heroes for like a solid thirty years, and then just. Yeah. Not talking about it. Not nope. talking about it's it. It's a different week. It's a different week. Different <sighs> week. Never. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I I thoroughly enjoy this. What's all right. So let's start, like, what is your hands-down favorite part of the whole movie? Oh, that's a, that's a hard question, man. Oh, I put you on the spot, didn't I? Yeah. Um, yes, sir. I don't know. I was always a Han Solo guy. I always really liked Han Solo. And he has mm -hmm. some of his best lines in that movie. Yeah, he did. <sighs> like, boring conversation anyway and all this. <laughs> Conversation. Uh, nope, nope. We're uh, we're all good here. Uh, just had a malfunction. Uh, we're we're all good. We're we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> Completely unscripted. I love it. Yeah, and then he, uh, boring conversation anyway. <laughs> yeah. Company. Okay, I gotta stop. Oh jeez. Yeah. I, mean, I could talk about this movie all day, man. Yeah. All same. day. I got all day. Same. But uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite part. Is that part. When they're in the stormtrooper armor, they kill all those guys in the room, and then the the dudes call up and are just like, "Hey, what's going on up there?" And Han Solo decides to try and smooth it out. Yeah, that's <laughs> and like, dude, that is God. That is probably so. Like being in the military, and you you were in the military. Um, Correct. Honestly, the guy on the intercom handled that exactly how anybody in the military would handle that situation. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> hey, what's going on up there? Fuck, I don't want to go up there, man. <laughs> it's like 20 stories up, dude. That's so far. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, yeah. Also, also another thing that makes me love that scene even more was um, I saw a post that linked it to D&D. &D. 
Uh-huh. Because they said that Han Solo is essentially a character that has really high charisma, but he rolled a one on that deception check to fool those guys. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's literally, God, that's I wish... exactly what happened. Uh, God, I'm assuming one is bad. <laughs> I've never yes. played D&D. Yes, out of, out of a, a 20-sided die, yeah, one's the lowest you can get. Mm. Oh, yeah. Out of 20, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. He had a 5% chance of... Of winning that. Anyways. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. What's, I don't what's know. your I, favorite? I, uh. Shit, I don't know. Um. Wait, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You asked me this question, but you didn't even have an answer lined up? No, so man. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna think of it while you were. Uh, while you were talking, but I got into what you were saying, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what you're, you're supposed to do on a podcast. Over here. Absolutely, dude, one hundred percent. No, I'd say, uh, I'd say the showdown between between Luke and or not Luke and Vader. Um, Obi Wan and Vader. Obi Obi Wan and Vader. Yeah. As boring yeah. as that fight was, I think it was. I think it was cool because, like, you get to see that lightsabers aren't just for like, you know, cutting people's arms off and blocking lasers from a from a floating droid like they could be used against each other and then right. since you have absolutely no idea what the crap happened to obi-wan and he just fell apart you're like yo lightsabers disintegrate people i was like oh shit that's right. wild right because <laughs> like every time i every time i watch it i i try to just because i want to experience it every single time I want to, like, I kind of erase my mind a little bit from all prior knowledge of Star Wars. It's really right. hard. But um, I try to erase my mind from all prior knowledge of Star Wars, and I want to act like I'm watching the movie for the first time. So I see a right. lightsaber, and I see it swing towards Darth Vader, and I'm just like, yo. Or swing towards Obi-Wan, and I'm just like, yo, he just, he just disintegrated him. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're kind of sitting there and you're like, why didn't he, why didn't he try to block it? Like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, like, there's like a lot of, Luke like, and he just let the guy kill him? What? Yeah. And there's a lot of like setups. There's a lot of setup to something that possibly could not have even paid off. And I kind of yeah. appreciate that because it was still complete. Yeah. You know, like it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a lot of these movies that you see nowadays that are trying to set up franchises. Um, which that's an episode coming soon, guys. By the way, pay attention to that. Failed franchises. Um, Woo! What was I saying? <laughs> You're talking about the payoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, like, it, it wasn't like any of these any of these movies that like uh, try to set up a franchise and fail, where they have like all these red herrings thrown in, where it's yeah. like, oh, what's I got to stick around to the next movie, but then the next movie never happens. So you're just sitting there like, dude, what happens? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's really annoying. Like yeah, everything no, that happens kind of pays they, off. They set up sequel potential in the right way. Yeah, they did. Like they didn't kill Darth Vader off. Right. You know, he just floated off in space. Like, did he die? I don't know. Probably not. Cause he, he righted his ship and then he flew away, you know? Mm-hmm. And the bat and, and the big guys win. You know, the bad guys are defeated without anybody big actually dying. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and like, and like, you're wondering why Tarkin has control of this, 
you know, this monster, this, this like mechanical being that has, mm -hmm. you know, these incredible powers that can, you know, kill somebody with just it's a like thought, six and, you know? It's like six and a half feet tall, way taller than him, just like lording yeah. over this dude, and this dude has complete control over him. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it sets up a lot of, uh, yeah, like more, more, more sequel baiting. I guess we could just talk about sequel baiting and about A New Hope, honestly. That's um, true. But they do it the right way, like I said. Like it's not yeah. like it's not like that movie ended and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? Like, no, the story was completely done. But yeah, you're like, oh shit, the Emperor like, defeated. Oh, well, I see where they could maybe go. Yeah, because the Emperor is mentioned once in one passing line, and it's when mm -hmm. Tarkin walks into the room of uh, like all the all the high people that are like on the Death Star, and they're like, right. He's like, the Emperor has dissolved the last remaining uh, remnants of the Republic. And you're just like, okay, the Emperor, yeah, whatever, no, that's cool. And then at the end of the movie, you like, you see the Empire is defeated and they get all these medals and there's a big happy celebration and all that stuff. And then you remember, you're like, oh, somebody said something about an Emperor. I don't remember seeing the Emperor on there. I don't think you just give up, you know? Like, what is this evil organization doing like what are they going to do next you know like are they truly defeated mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's wonderfully done as as much stress and bullshit as mark hamill carrie fisher and uh harrison ford caused george lucas i'm very glad they did <laughs> yeah because dude this movie damn near killed george lucas if anybody doesn't know mm-hmm Like I really appreciate all the, all the setups and like it didn't. They, they even they set up Han Solo and um, Jabba the Hutt for later too, without mm -hmm. it really you, being massive. Yeah, and if you watch the unedited, like the non-special editions, you don't see Jabba the Hutt until Episode Six. So this whole right. time, throughout this entire trilogy, Han Solo, he's he's trying to not go to Jabba. And then in the next movie, he's trying to go to Jabba so he can pay him back, but he just can't because he realizes that there's something bigger to fight for than just himself. And then finally you see Jabba the Hutt and you're, everyone's probably imagining him as this like evil, like, you know, this powerful looking dude and you see him and he's a weird slug thing. And you're just like, Ugh, mm -hmm. what the fuck. Yep. So a big old tongue. He's just yeah. Gross. Yeah, I definitely don't like the special edition editions. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, the special edition, like, in the Blu-ray version, which is the most recent, made in 2011, right before he sold it to uh, Disney, um, it was the Crate Dragon scream, mm -hmm. which changed into a person yelling into a microphone for some reason. Um, Dude, it's so weird sounding, man. It's so <laughs> awkward. And then there's an unnecessary one. Like, uh, it was after Luke got attacked by the Sand People, actually. Uh, R2-D2 is kind of trying to hide in this outcropping. If you've seen the special edition, which is the only edition I've ever really seen, besides when I was a little kid and my grandparents had the, the VHS, um, he's, hiding, he's sitting there hiding behind a rock, but that rock's not in the original cut. Um, uh, other special edition editions are obviously uh, Greedo shooting first. 
Yeah, Greedo shooting first. That whole scene with the dewbacks once they <laughs> land was actually shot in uh, 2006. No. Yeah. No, it was shot when they shot Attack of the Clones. Well, still. Be because, it was filmed uh, way later. So, yeah, it was filmed in 2002. And, like, they used a lens to make it, like, they, they put pantyhose over the lens to make it look like it was from the 70s. Which right. I per personally find really creative, but also... But it didn't like, help because the dewbacks are obviously CGI. Yeah, and there's a lot more CGI, like, all throughout Moss Eisley to make Moss Eisley look more alive. Yeah, there's more, more which, aliens, like, in the background and stuff. Yeah, which I kind of do appreciate. I, like... Like, it's supposed to be a wretched hive of scum and villainy. I'm, like, the biggest spaceport on the planet. So I, I, I get where his mind was, <clears throat> but at the same time, I feel like it was a little bit unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure why he did that. What other special edition editions are there? I think, uh, honestly, actually, I think Jabba, Jabba shows up at the Millennium Falcon before they take off. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't in the original cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and Boba Fett's there as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, cool. Nobody's going to really ask who he is because, like, he hasn't done anything yet. He was just a dude. Like, he just looked like a regular just, old mercenary. He's just a, a cool-looking dude. Yeah. Like, nobody would have made a big deal about him, you know? No. The biggest one for me was Han not shooting first. Yeah, that one kind of hurt because, like, he is, like, that That started his character arc throughout the whole yeah, um, original that was like trilogy. The, yeah, that was his mentality. It like, yeah, it was like, first. I'm I'm going to, like, like shoot first, ask questions later. I'm here to serve myself. I'm here to save myself. And then he gets to the Death Star. You think you're never going to see Han Solo again. And then all of a sudden he swoops in and saves Luke from Darth Vader. And you're like, Yahoo! oh, thank God, Han, Han Solo's here. And then you see him like starting to fight for the rebellion and um, do all this awesome stuff, man. Like Han Solo has a very good character arc. I still feel like he should have died at the end of Episode Six to give the movie some stakes. But we'll get to that when we get to it. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about A New Hope? Um. Another thing about payoffs that I just mm -hmm. thought of. Yeah. Uh, it sets up that all of the Skywalkers are whiny. <laughs> yeah, except for uh, except for Leia. Leia's the only one that has like yeah. a level head. Yeah, but <laughs> Luke, Luke, Anakin, and Ben Solo are all <laughs> whiny little dudes. Yeah. And that's why I hate – that's absolutely 100% the reason – I'm glad you brought that up. That's 100% the reason why I hate people that go like, oh, Anakin's really whiny. Dude, did you not watch episode four? He wanted to go to the Tushy station to pick up some power converters. So oh, I guess I'm never leaving here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Luke. Damn. Like he grows out of it, but <laughs> – Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's yep. Ridiculous. Whatever, but anyway, no, it's a it's a great movie. It's it's my third favorite Star Wars movie. So, really, yeah, I know what your I know what your favorites are. It's five three four, or maybe even three five four. I don't know. Three five four. Really? Yeah, yeah. I really like Episode three. I I can respect that. Yeah. 
All right, what would you give it out? What would you give it out of seven? Out of seven, um, definitely gonna have to give it at least a six and a half, six point five. Six and a half. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really good movie. Damn, really that's good. high. Yeah. Do I go higher than you or lower than you? Hey, man. I don't know. It's all man. you. I don't know. Just because I rate it high doesn't mean you have to. Like. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd say, I don't know, man. I'd probably give it like a like a 6.5 as well. I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie. It's obviously not. It's, mm-hmm. it's a complete movie. It's not perfect. No. So let's move on to The Empire Strikes Back. My second favorite. I, also my second favorite. Woo! Um, this one, Hold I up. think, Before is a damn near start. perfect movie. What? Yes. Not not only is it a damn near perfect movie, it is considered by most fans and critics as one of the greatest sequels of all time. Of I all time. I think it might I think it might be the greatest sequel of all time. Uh I don't know. Godfather Part Two. Really I haven't seen it. I haven't seen oh, any of those. Oh no. Oh no. Well, <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of those. Anyway, yeah, man, that's like I what we're talking about. I love this one. It's a tad boring. Now the special edition changes in this one. There's only one, and it's really warranted because the original Emperor looked weird as fuck. Yeah. So the original... um, So they reshot that whole scene where Vader talks to the Emperor. They reshot right. it with Hayden, with Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott. Oh, I didn't know Hayden Christensen was in it. Yeah. It was during the entire, like, it was during, like, the climax of the filming of uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, like, they were right. towards the end of their production. And at the end, he was just like, I need to film a few more scenes for the special editions. And he was like, okay, cool. Like, it was... So, um, the Emperor originally was uh, a woman. I can't remember her name. I looked it up earlier, and I done forgetted it because I didn't write it down because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, with superimposed like chimpanzee eyes over her actual eyes, <laughs> and like it was just to the, make them look freakish. Yeah, and then it was like the sound designer's voice or something like that. Weird. Yeah, that was the original emperor. Yeah, and like they Weird. changed the lines around a little bit because at first it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't any, like they didn't say anything about Anakin Skywalker or something. Mm-hmm. So they obviously changed it around. Um, I don't know. And yeah, it's God damn dude. Yeah. That's the only special edition change and it's 100% warranted. Yeah. Like I'm glad they did it because watching the original, you're just like, Ugh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Cause then it's really off putting when you see the emperor in episode six and you're just like, what happened to the monkey eyes? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, in my opinion, in my opinion, completely warranted, completely mm-hmm. fine. I accept it. But it just goes to show you how perfect of a film this is that they, George Lucas, wanted to, to make change one it. change to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: Irvin Kershner was his uh, film school teacher. Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what other films Irvin Kershner's made, but. He made The Empire Strikes Back, and damn it, that's good enough for me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> he could have made nothing else, and I would have called him the greatest director of all time. 
Oh, shit. Well, I mean, it's a great movie. It's fantastic, man. All the characters, you know, going on their own little adventures. Mm -hmm. Because Han and Leia are off doing their own thing, and then Luke's off doing his own thing. Yep. He's he's training to be a Jedi, even uh, because he almost died. You get to see... um, get to see different planets, you get to see different force powers, you get to see the rebels, like, really on their toes, you know? You get to see Yoda complain about seagulls? Oh, wait. Oh, man. Dude, I literally (laughs) just listened to that yesterday. Because (laughs) I was listening to... Anybody doesn't know what we're talking about. You need to look it up. It's called Seagulls Stop It Now, and it is hands down the best song. It's a bad That is a parody. It's a bad lip reading song, and it's absolutely incredible, dude. I've listened to that song probably like 400 times. I know all the lyrics. It's great. And I can't Anyways. watch The Empire Strikes Back without going, hey, it's the, it's the part. I, I saw a TikTok <laughs> about a guy. He said he didn't know if it was a parenting win or a parenting fail. Um, mm-hmm. His kid's like 10, and he's watching the original trilogy for the first time. Yeah. And um, he got really confused because he kept asking his dad when the Seagull song was going to come. Oh, and he's like, I don't, I don't know, know if that's a win or a fail <laughs> on my part. I'd say that's a fail, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, so in the beginning, uh, the rebels um, absolutely get their asses kicked by giant robot camels. Um, to be fair, that entire movie is the rebels getting their asses kicked. Yeah, it really is. Like this movie has so many stakes. It's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, it starts off, they get their ass kicked by giant robot camels. Uh, they escape the snow planet. Uh, Darth Vader is there. Luke almost dies by a wampa, and then they find him, and he needs to find... Ben comes in a, like a force vision and tells him to go find Yoda. Um, and he's like, who the fuck is that? And then he shows up on, on, on Dagobah, and he's like, I need to find this person. And Yoda's like, well, I don't know who he, or I'll take you to him. And then he tests yeah. him, and he's being an asshole about this it. He's a crazy old frog man. Yep. All that ketamine really wore him, really wore him out. <laughs> and then he, you know, he goes through his Jedi training. Uh, he fails a couple tasks, and he fails a really confusing oh. part of the movie where... Um, yeah, I was going to say, this movie does have the single most confusing Star Wars thing in it. So I've tried to rationalize that a little bit, and the best I can come okay. to is that he went in there to face his demons, and he lost because he beat him, because that's not how the Jedi work. Right. Which is why Yoda... Yoda's still stuck in his ways, which is why I love the prequels. Because you get to see how Yoda ended up like that. He was a, he's a little bit wiser in Episode 5 in The Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back. But not much. You know, he's still stuck in his ways of shit that he's been learning for the past 800 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, he hasn't changed at all, you know? And he's teaching Luke. Right. He's teaching Luke. To use the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack, even though they straight up just attacked in the prequels. Um, right. Which is where I think he got that lesson from. Um, yeah. 
It's like he learned his lessons in the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. And realized how and realized how blind he was. Um, but obviously he's absolutely insane because he's been living by himself. Um, I, I I see interesting theories all the time about the Empire Strikes Back about why Darth Vader always said Obi Wan taught you well and not and like and not Yoda because like mm -hmm. Dagobah was like a virgence in the light side of the Force, so right. kind of like how Mustafar is a virgence in the dark side of the Force. Um, so they kind of just accept, like Vader has just accepted that Dagobah has nothing but the light side. He's not going to sense anything except for the light side there. And it mm -hmm. counteracts that one cave where it's like, like the stupid dark side, you know, where he goes in and cuts off right. Vader's head and it's Luke's head. Um... So, like, that's why, like, Vader never says, like, Yoda taught you well. He just says Obi-Wan because he doesn't, he has, he has no fucking idea that Yoda's still alive. Like, he thought the Emperor beat him. Because the Emperor probably right. told him, like, yeah, I kicked Yoda's ass, dog. I fucking, yeah, I kicked that little green Smurf's ass. Yeah, he went flying, and then I didn't see him again. And Vader was probably like, well, did you find a body, though? And he's like, shut up. I win, Okay. <laughs> That's how this works. I make the rules around here. You brought balance to the force. Congratulations, <laughs> Vader. <laughs> the chosen one. I wonder how much shit Palpatine just talked to Vader all the time. Like, I'm the chosen one, but I can't survive force lightning. <laughs> 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 and then imagine the shade Vader throws back. Like, well, your face didn't survive your lightning either. <laughs> Ooh, got him. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I need to God. read more Vader comics, man. Vader comics are awesome. Anyway, so... They are. Uh, I just... I absolutely love Episode 5. And then you come to a showdown with uh, Vader and Vader and Luke on Bespin. Yep. The single most iconic moment in Star Wars. One of the most iconic in cinema. Dude, I would still argue that it is it is the most iconic moment. Like, yeah, I, I I would agree with you, but I feel like there's so many out there. It's hard to say, but I would I personally would probably agree with you. Yeah, just because, like, dude, my wife knew that uh, Vader was Luke's dad, and she had never seen it. Yeah, my wife knows that too. My wife's never watched Star Wars. She knows that at least. Even now. Yeah. I forced her to watch the Marvel movies. That's enough for me. Oh my god! Now, dog, you need to watch. Need to watch Star Wars, man. <laughs> need to watch Star Wars. Tell your wife that I told her to go watch Star Wars. Go tell her right now. Go chop chop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. You know, I'll just. <laughs> I'll find her on Facebook and message her or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So I would say that's like probably the most shocking moment in in cinematic history, because everyone's it's all like. Also, the most misquoted cinematic. Oh moment. yeah, dude. For anybody out there that's listening, if you think it is Luke, I am your father, just go away. Go watch You're the wrong. movie again. Because it is, uh, it is no, I am your father. Also, weird part of this movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lando puts on Han Solo's clothes for some reason. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Like after he gets in the Millennium Falcon, he just is that is that like the Dude. uniform for flying the Millennium Falcon? No, I think I swear I've seen theories about that before, but I can't remember why. I don't know, but Family Guy pointed that out to me. It was like, it was like he was me. trying to become like Han or something like that, or something. I don't know. It's weird. It is really weird. I don't know why. It was like after I watched uh, something, 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 Dark Side from Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I uh, yep. like they told you to go back and watch the movie, so I went back and watched the movie, and I was like, "Holy shit, Lando's wearing Han's clothes. That's weird. Why?" <laughs> Which then doesn't explain why Lando has so many damn capes in Solo. Yeah. Yeah, he loves his capes. Oh, so I saw... I saw something interesting. It was a... It was a few months ago. About how Star Wars has like kind of grown and evolved. So in the original trilogy, they only go to... They show you three locations. Like one per act. Right? Right. So in A New Hope, they're on... It's on Tatooine, and then the Death Star, and then mm-hmm. in space, like a space battle, like Yavin Four. Oh, they like Yavin Four. Yeah, they went to Yavin Four. Yeah, and then in Episode Five, it's Hoth, Bespin. No, Bespin. Bespin's the third act. Yeah, Hoth, Dagobah, and Bespin, and then mm-hmm. in Return of the Jedi, it is. Tatooine again, and then Endor, and the Death Star again, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. I never noticed that before. So yeah, you you only get introduced to, uh, I mean, you get introduced to the most planets in this one. You get introduced to three like right. straight straight up planets. Um, right. You get introduced to the Ice Cube. You get introduced to uh, the scary swamp place with snakes and iguanas and stuff and it had to be really hard to be an actor in that set because there's live animals and you're talking to a puppet when it's windy and foggy <laughs> got mad respect for oh, Mark Hamill and then you go to the uh, the cloud planet yeah Bespin the gas yeah you go to like Jupiter <laughs> like if Jupiter was a planet that had gravity controlled things where it, it wasn't like 400 times Earth's gravity or something. Right. Oh, also, in this movie, um, you have Darth Vader who's just trying to have a nice family dinner and gets shot at. Yeah. Han Solo is so fucking rude, dude. And then you have, when Bespin's being evacuated, you have that guy who's running away with an ice cream machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you watch, there's, like, one of the Bespin people that's running, like, e- evacuating. He literally has, like, this ice cream maker in his arms, and he's running with it. <laughs> you gotta save the important <laughs> stuff, man. Priorities. <laughs> like, fuck all my notes oh, and... <laughs> fuck all my notes and accounting <laughs> records about selling this Tabana gas, but I need my ice cream, man. <laughs> that, dude, that's awesome. Oh. I didn't know that, man. That's great. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. Next time you watch it, you gotta you gotta look for it. All right, I will. But um, oh, also the bad guys win, which is always a good. That's always a good like. Uh, 
that's like something that makes a movie good is when the bad guys win for some reason. Yeah, as long as it's in like a like a like a series, not like a single yeah. movie, because then you'd be like, well, that was fucking right. shitty. Can you know, screw that dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, right. Never mind. There were two special edition changes. Uh, what first, was the other one? first one was the emperor. The second one was Boba Fett's voice. Oh right, yeah, they got Tamara Morrison to do it. Yep, they added that one yeah. in the 2004 Blu-ray one or That's 2004 right. DVD one, which I thought was a good idea. Obviously, because you know you're introduced to Boba mm-hmm. Fett. Um, right, and and retroactively now we know he was supposed to be a clone. Yeah. So. Because like back yeah, then, back then you had no idea who he was. He wasn't like really supposed to be anything, you know. He's just supposed to be a bounty hunter. No. You see all these cool bounty hunters too. Uh, like you see Bosk, you see IG88, you see Dengar. Um... Oh, hey, by the way, did you know that Dengar is in uh, the Rise of Skywalker? What? Yeah, I didn't see him, but apparently he's that weird-looking egg dude at some point in the movie that I've only seen once that I don't want to watch again to to to. Confirm it. So I, I have absolutely I, no I idea if anything I'm saying is true. It. I know, man. I. Uh, anyway, uh, that so, one wasn't as bad. It was still pretty bad, though. Yeah, it's it's not as unwatchable as some of them, you know. The unspeakable one. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Empire Strikes Back is. It's cinematic gold. The only reason I rate it lower than um, A New Hope is just mm-hmm. because of the stuff on Dagobah. Like, the movie kind of, like, grinds to a halt, you know? Okay. Like Yeah, I feel you. Like, in my opinion, that's the most boring part of the movie. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's cool to see, you know, Jedi training and stuff like that. Like, wow, the Jedi have to be, like, you really in shape and really in tune with their feelings and emotions and... All this stuff, but also R two D two is also over there beeping like a maniac while he's trying to lift a rock. So <laughs> I don't know if Yoda told him to do that or if he was just freaking out because he's like, "Yo, oh, dog, you're just like your dad." <laughs> he probably was like, "Hey, do everything you can to try and distract this motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, in which case, Yoda, you suck. <laughs> oh. Boy. All right. What would you give it out of a seven? Oh, wait till you hear this. Mm-hmm. It's a six point eight. Oh, really? Almost perfect. Mm. Almost perfect movie. Really? I don't remember what I rated uh, a New Hope, but point one lower than that. Uh, you said six point five. All right, cool. Six point four. Six point four. Mm-hmm. Cool. Simply because. I just, it's, like I said, boring in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. But 6.8, I can respect, because everyone kind of unanimously agrees that this is, like, I'm definitely in the minority here thinking that episode 4 is better than 5. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Um, Now on to the worst one. The one where they realize that they had wild success and they can sell toys and cater to children. Um. Return of the Jedi. Okay, so my favorite part of the whole movie is right at the beginning. The whole stuff on Tatooine. I love all of that. Every single second Uh of it is great. Where Luke is wildly being not a Jedi? Yeah, he's just going around murdering people. It's great. Um, Right. But 
just the stuff like I like watching um, C three PO and R two D two interact. Like so when they're walking up to the thing and <laughs> like I I just love watching them to get like them two together is right movie movie perfection you know right but after that it kind of goes downhill yeah no i i that's fair Un- cuz like until luke, mean... until luke confronts the emperor but yeah cuz like tatooine has so much stuff that happens you get to introduce to the the weird pig guys i can't remember what they're called gamorian guards yep uh, you get to see a Rancor for the first time. You do. They are pretty you see, cool. You see Jabba the Hutt, like, the most you see him in all of the movies. Absolutely. If you're talking about the new new ones, the yep. redone and special s- editions. And, 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 and somehow people think that Slave Leia is the is the prettiest Leia, but I would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely say Leia from Hoth is probably the, the prettiest. <laughs> Yeah, you get to see um, like what Jabba does, you know. Yeah. The special edition yeah, changes in this a one were disgusting pig. Yeah, the special edition changes in this one were bad. So it was the. There's a lot. Yeah, it was the. Uh, Musical number. Yep. In Jabba's palace. Yep, that was completely CGI'd, made in two thousand. <laughs> made in two thousand five. Um. Let's see what else. The Ewok song at the end changes. Yep, it went from Yub Nub to whatever that song at the end was. And you can shave your Yub Nub for me too. Yeah, dude, I cannot watch the original. I can't take the original trilogy seriously anymore. Like Family Guy, I'm not gonna lie. Family Guy kind of ruined it for me, but also it made it way more entertaining. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh god, um. Trying to think of what other changes there were off the top of my head. Um, oh, they put in uh, Coruscant shooting fireworks. Yeah, and Naboo, and and about Naboo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was like a bunch of planets. It's just Coruscant was the first one that popped up. Yeah, it was like that whole like fireworks scene at the end that was not in the original movie. Like it ended with Luke oh. looking at. It ended with Luke looking at. Uh, his dad, Obi Wan, and uh, Yoda. That's another one. That's another they one. They put, they put Hayden Christensen, which is fine. But if you're gonna do that, put a young Yoda and put a young Obi Wan on there too. Put it, put a Ewan McGregor in there. Yeah. So, I guess I, he's not gonna look at that guy and be like, "Oh, hey, that's my dad." He's gonna be like, "Yoda, Obi Wan, who are you?" Yeah. Like so, the I get it. I get what I I get what the thinking was because it was Yeah, uh, I do too. Like that's when Anakin died, but also yeah. Anakin came back to life right before he died, so it should have stayed Sebastian Shaw. And he would also like recognize him, you know? But mm-hmm. also everyone like George Lucas wants it to be watched one, two, three, four, five, six. So Right. Those that watched it like that would be like, who the fuck is this old guy standing right next to Yoda? Mm-hmm. But everyone would recognize Hayden Christensen, you know? Right. So I think it's cool. But uh, also the no at the end when he's throwing the Emperor over. And also, dude, I've... There's some 
I react weirdly to movies. So when the Emperor is like just zapping the crap out of Luke, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen Episode Six like hundreds of times probably. I've I've seen star- all the movies like hundreds of times. Um, mm-hmm. And like I still get like jittery when he's zapping him. Like, dude, yo, yo, Vader, like, come on, man, come on, come on, dude, like, <laughs> save him, do something. Don't let Luke die every single time. I don't know why, dude. Just because, like, he's zapping him for so long that I'm just like, yo, he should have been dead because, like, Windu definitely didn't get zapped for that long, and he died. Actually, he lived. Well, he also got chucked out a window, too. Yeah, but he also definitely lived, according to George Lucas and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. There's a lot that... uh. So yeah, so episode six. I think the worst part, hands down, is the Ewoks. Best part. I don't know. All that I like I like Endor until the Ewoks show up. The Ewoks, like I loved them as a kid, and now as an adult, I'm like, well, okay. You fell right into their trap. To be they're, fair, they're that's one part of Star Wars my wife will watch because she thinks the Ewoks are cute. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're you're you're kind of supposed to. So yeah, that yeah. I mean that makes sense. I get it. Um, I don't know, man. I just they've always kind of they've always kind of bugged me because like I I get it like it's an underdog and like you know they were just stationed there. They weren't really ready for a fight. Like the Empire wasn't ready for a fight. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate this is, but supposedly George Lucas based the Ewoks off the Viet Cong. But I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe? That sounds right. I mean, it's... They're striking similarities. Yeah. It was originally... Except for the fact that they're good guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was also... It was also originally supposed to be uh, Wookiees on that planet. But he wanted to make them... Oh. That's why they're called Ewoks. Because, like, he wanted it to be, uh, like, the opposite of, of Wookiees. After he thought about it for a little bit, he's like, what if they're short and primitive instead of tall and technologically advanced? Because you could tell, like, Chewbacca knows what he's doing because he, like, he works on the Millennium Falcon all the time. He's the mechanic. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's doing. Han just kind of makes it look like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, dude. Again, with the charisma thing. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's got a really high charisma, man. (laughs) He just deceives everybody into thinking he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Han Solo, man. He is just, he is one of the greatest movie characters of all time. I would love to see, I would love to see who would get out of a similar situation faster, him or uh, Jack Sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) Be really interesting to see. Because, like, Jack Sparrow can convince anybody of anything. Like, he could sell water to a right. fish, you know? <laughs> right. But, like, so could Han Solo, you know? Right. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. That's, uh... Oh, another special edition change I just thought of. They changed the Rancor. The Rancor was just a butthole in the sand, and now it's now it has, like, a mouth. It looks like a Venus flytrap. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yeah, no, it has a it has a beak. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, now, like it's, it's like, like a, a beak that comes up out. Yeah, it's like a sand squid, I guess. And it makes a 
makes a weird noise, too. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> it sounds like it's, like, whining. <laughs> um, but... Oh, oh. Great moment mm-hmm. to watch. You know the part where Luke kicks the guy in the face? Yeah. The force kick? So, one... One... Yeah, it's a force kick, because he never hits the guy. Not even close. Which, it, that's fair. You know, it, like, you're not going to hit a guy for real, yeah. necessarily. But two, uh, if you can see Bobo <laughs> flying in the background, just waving his arms and legs on a wire. Really? Yeah, because it's right after, um, is it... Han shoots him in the backpack? No, the Han accidentally hits him with the like weird stick thing. That's right, yeah, and it, it goes haywire, mm-hmm. and so right as Luke's kicking is when Boba flies by, just waving his arms and legs. <laughs> it's just, it's a wild scene to watch, because Luke doesn't kick the guy in the face, and then you just see a man, like, wildly flying in the background. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> It is. It's great. Old special effects are the best. Yeah, oh, they are. Wait. By the way, uh huh. Something the special editions did in uh, a New Hope that we totally didn't mention. Oh what? The the stormtrooper hitting his head. Oh yeah, the bunk. They gave it a sound effect. They did. Yeah. They did. They made it canon because yeah, they thought it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's canon. <laughs> and they also made it genetic. <laughs> right. So so in canon, like on Wikipedia. If you look up a uh, stormtrooper that hits his head, that's like one of the last clones. And that's why Jango Fett hits his head on the ship. And that's why Boba Fett hits his head on the ship. They made it genetic, dude. <laughs> Just terrible situational awareness. Which explains so much why Boba Fett sucks. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. It's great. Ooh. I love it, man. Oh boy. Anyways. Oh yeah. Back to. Back. To- oh, so you get to see the emperor. Um. Oh, one really bad thing besides the Ewoks, the Death Star was a really bad idea. Like the second Death Star was a really bad idea because it took them nineteen years to complete and even do a test on the first one, and you're telling mm-hmm. me that they built a bigger one with a more powerful weapon in three years? Mm, I don't think well, so. But it also, it also could have been being built at the same time. But uh, Wasn't this one able to function already, though, before they were finished with it? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they they prioritized, like, the weapon instead of, like, the yeah. battle station. So Yeah, in the which, Death here's Star, my question. Where the it? hell are all these car- kyber crystals coming from? Je- Jetta. Oh, Wait, but I thought they had basically wiped them all out. I don't know. Plus, didn't they... I don't know. No, they they just wiped out the city. Yeah. Which... Well, yeah, so they hit the temple, so that's... They're gone. Yeah, so, like, it, so like if you look at... Uh, like, if you watch Rogue One, they put the... Like, they prioritized the battle station first, like, with all, like, the life mm-hmm. support shit, and then they put the disc in last. Like, they put the weapon on last. You know. Oh right, right, right. So in this one, they kind of made it backwards. They were like, "Weapon first. Let's destroy these rebels. They're really pissing me off, and let's switch it." Right. Minimal manning, so we won't yeah. have as many casualties this time. Yeah. They probably lost millions of people. 
Yeah. Fucking terrorists. Those dudes were just, you know, they were just doing a, a year-long tour in Korea, right? And they got blown up. Yeah, I still really want to... I, I want to do an entire podcast episode just basing our military experiences on Star on Wars. Stormtroopers and clones? Yes, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> I think clones probably a little less, but definitely Stormtroopers because, like... I mean, they clones weren't... are pretty close to being accurate. Yeah, but, like, they also didn't know... Like, the clones knew they were at war. The Stormtroopers didn't know yeah. they were at war. They just randomly would die. <laughs> like what the fuck was that? And none of them can shoot. It's probably because their helmets don't fit right. Yeah, their helmets are too wide. <laughs> Nothing's customizable. God, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you get to see the emperor. I I personally really like the emperor. I think he was a good choice because he's very like he's very over the top and kind of cartoonish. But also, mm -hmm. like, if you had taken control of an entire galaxy for, like, 20 years, I also would be, like, extremely cocky. Yeah. And Well, that's one of my favorite things about the, the prequels is they still kind of kept that cartoonish energy mm -hmm. without it being too ridiculous. Yeah. And also, my – probably hands down my favorite part of the movie, besides the, like, Tatooine stuff, is when – Luke is going to uh, attack the Emperor. The Vader is not protecting the Emperor. He's protecting Luke from like right. turning to the dark side. He's like, nah, man. Right. This shit sucks. He's lying to yeah. you. I am in pain for like the past 20 years. Please don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man. I used to hate Luke Skywalker. Like really bad. Because I'm like, how in the world is he so strong that he's able to defeat Darth Vader? But once I got into, like, the lore of it and I started reading about it, and I was like, ah, Vader was real, uh, real conflicted. Yep. You know, because, like, well, the Emperor that, was, like, his last Luke, friend. I can't remember. Was it supposed to be between 5 and 6, or was it after 6 that Luke became a Grey Jedi originally, before Disney canon took over? Um... So I don't remember, but I know that the reason that he wears black in episode six is because, like, they wanted it to be a mystery of, like, whether he was going to turn to the dark side or not. Right. That's why, like, the machete viewing order kind of exists, where you watch four, five, two, three, six, because you watch mm -hmm. four and five to get Luke's story, and then to find out that Vader's his dad, and you're like, oh, shit, man, he might actually join the... Might actually join Vader, and then you watch two and three, and you see Vader's backstory. Then you watch six again, and you're just like, "Oh boy, I sure hope he doesn't become evil for no reason." Right. So I don't know. I I can't remember. I I want to say it's between five and six. That does sound right. Yeah, that would. It sounds right. Because like I know he goes and he learns the dark side, and then balances yeah because of like with the light side yeah because like he finds the he finds the books and all that yeah so the sacred texts <laughs> the sacred texts <laughs> real page turners they are anyway <laughs> all right what would you give this one out of seven uh this one's probably um like a four point five. Wow. Wow, that's pretty low, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Well, it's pretty boring. That's fair. No, I'd say it's less boring than Empire, but it's also much Hold more on. childish. It's good. So it's exciting up until the Ewoks show up, and then it there's that really big block in the middle where they're hanging out with the Ewoks and nothing's happening. Yeah. And then there's like the rest of the movie. Yeah. It is good to see Luke reunited with Han and uh, Leia, though. Yeah. So 4.5, yeah. huh? He tells Leia she's his sister. Yeah. Yeah, she's always known somehow. She remembers yeah. her mom. Weird. Yeah. It's just because Leia's more powerful right. in the Force. That's that's the only reason why. She has, like, Force men. Either she that or, members. like, you and me have that theory that, like, Bail Organa just told her about her mom. Yeah, and she kind of, like, created memories. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably give yeah. this one a... Uh, like a five. Yeah, like a five. Yeah. It's not the best, not the worst. Kind of average. Yeah, I was I was debating between 4.5 and 5, so... Yeah. All right, well, I believe it might be time to uh, stump Derek. Woohoo! All right. We got a kind of... been on a roll lately. Yeah, you have. I think you might actually get this one, because I feel like these two are in a movie together, but I don't watch a lot of movies, so they might be. Okay. Um, anyway, for those of you unaware, I give... Derek two actors or actresses and yes to uh, link them using other similar or other actors and actresses from movies put them together and then he tries to link them within five movies I explained that terribly anyway let's go it is Luke Evans and Emma Stone you have one minute on the clock ready go Luke Evans who why am I blanking on that Bard from that? Bard from the Hobbit oh duh and Emma Watson? No, Emma Stone. Or Emma Stone. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Emma Watson. That would have been Beauty and the Beast. There you go. You did it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Duh. Um, I, I don't know. I, don't know how this. I feel like they're in a movie. Emma together, Stone. Uh, got it. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. No way, dude. Yep. All right. Go ahead. That was like 30 seconds. All right. Uh, Luke Evans was in Beauty and the Beast. Thanks uh, for reminding me. Shit. With Emma Watson. Uh-huh. Emma Watson was in, uh, This is the End. Uh-huh. With Jonah Hill. Ooh. Jonah Hill was in Superbad with Emma Stone. Damn. Man, I wish I wouldn't have said that. All right. If you hadn't have said that, I would have totally forgot, because he was totally Gaston in that movie, and that's... Yeah, he was. I'm ashamed to admit that is my guilty pleasure Disney movie, so... I mean that's fair, I get it. Yeah. All right. I well, grew up on that movie. Good job, man. Movie. You are. The live action was great. You are on a roll, uh, yeah. dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have I to am. really, really figure out how to stump you next time. Told you, man. I had to bust the rust off. Yeah, you did. All right. Was that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, like we said at the beginning of the episode, be sure to uh, you want to just chat, chit chat. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at OKSYT. Follow us on Facebook at What's Up Nerds. Give us an email at channel at gmail.com. I have been Michael. And I have been Derek. And we will catch you next time. We still need to work on an outro. And maybe we need catchphrases. Okay, bye. Bye.